Yeah, so I was at home reading the Bible. Genesis 29. It's my favorite bit. Really gets me going. I was thinking about having a little bit of a tug. It's my house. And there was a knock at the door. I went to answer it and there were these three police officers standing there. A lot of people feel intimidated by police, but fortunately I'm male and white, so I don't. I'm always defending the police to people who slag them off. I think they do a good job keeping nutters off the roads. But this officer looked me in the eye and said, Sir, this is a serious matter. I'm going to have to ask you to get off the space hopper. So I got off my space hopper. The officer says to me, We have a warrant to search this address. We believe there is an operation growing marijuana in this area. So I got back on my space hopper. The cop said, I thought I told you to get off the space hopper. I was like, but you said it was important, officer. I thought my brother had died or something. You're just here to look for wacky backy. I don't care about wacky backy. I don't have any wacky backy. If I had any wacky backy in the house, don't you think I'd be in a better mood right now? I was just sitting in my house reading Genesis 29, about to have a little tug. And the cops started to look angry. So I started to get frightened. And I got off my space hopper again. He said, sir, I'm here to do my taxpayer funded job to keep you and the community safe from turning into lazy conspiracy theorists with poor dietary habits. Weed makes you paranoid. I said the only thing that's making me paranoid right now is the three thugs at my door wearing uniforms that statistically suggest they've probably each got a few sexual assaults under their belts. The cop said it's irrelevant what I think anyway, sir, because the law is the law. And we've got this. And he showed me a bit of paper. I said, well, you better come in then. So I let them in. And they came in and they started going through all my cupboards pulling out all my cutlery and shit. I said, are you going to put those back after this? They said, no, that's not our job. We're going to make a mess and not clean it up because we're offended you stereotyped us as rapists just because we're cops. I said, well, that's fair enough. You get on with it then. I'm just going to go back to what I was doing. Let me know if you find anything. So I went back to my Bible and undid my fly. And the cop said, sir, if you take your penis out, I'm going to charge you with indecent assault on an officer. And that's the world we're bringing our children into. Well, we can't wank over the Bible in your own house because it offends the cops who are busy trashing the place looking for the world's most boring drug. But I didn't get mad. There's no point taking it out on the cops. They're just doing their jobs. We all have to do pointless immoral things for money. It's called society. But then shit started getting personal. They started pulling my comics off the wall and touching them with their big thug cop fingers. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Leave the comics out of this. The comics have nothing to do with this. They said, sir, we have to check in between the pages and stuff to make sure you aren't hiding utensils. I said, yeah, but I got them subcategorized by genre and alphabetically. I'm OCD. You can't fuck with my comics, man. They said, we can do whatever we have to in pursuit of the law. I'm like, but why do you have to touch my comics? It's just some dull bludging pod dealer you're after. That's not worth fucking up my comics over. Why don't you go and bust the queen? She's a pedo. She fits the profile to a T. No job, hangs around in the park all day. No contact with normal society, strange family life, weird clothes. She's a pedophile, it's obvious. All her friends have turned out to be pedos. Anybody knighted before the 90s is a pedo. The bitch is more pedo than she is a cokehead, and that's saying something. I get the officer in charge was getting angry. He said to me, look, sir, we've been uncharacteristically patient and professional with you, but you're starting to wind us up now, so if you don't leave us alone to do our job, we're going to arrest you on some bullshit name-calling charge and Rodney King you. I said, right, that's it. I'm calling the police. He said, there's no point calling the police. We are the police, and the police are doing drug raids on this whole street, and you can't call the police on the police. I picked up the phone, and I was like, watch me, bitch. So I called up the police and said, hello. I'd like you to send a police car to...
to arrest some dicks because a load of your boys have just shown up at my house claiming to be looking for drugs and I fucking told them I already smoked all my drugs before they got here and I've been nothing but polite to them and they're making a mess of the place and getting all my comics out of alphabetical order and I can see one now at the corner of my eye with his fingers up my bootalicious love doll and he just burst it and I just offered them a major pedo on a plate and they weren't even fucking interested and I'm paying fucking tax dollars out of the arse to pay these pricks to keep the streets safe from pedos and pissheads and I want some police sent right, right now to arrest them because I am a human citizen and I demand justice motherfucker! Obama and Yahoo. This strange bedfellows, isn't it? This, this strange bedfellows. Obama and Yahoo. This strange bedfellows. Because they're best mates, like, whenever Yahoo comes up to the White House and that. Obama's always like, oh, it's so good to have the Prime Minister of Israel here. Rowdy, rowdy, rowdy. He comes here all the time more than any other Prime Minister who's my best mate. Uh, and all that. But they're strange bedfellows. I don't know why they get on so well. Because you'd think Obama would buddy up to uh, one of the English-speaking countries, the Five Eyes, or one of the ones that's close to him, like Canada or Mexico, they're both attached to him. But he buddies up with Israel, Yahoo, and they don't even speak English over there. And they say opposites attract. I'm not being funny, but you don't think? Do you think there's like something sexual going on? Because there's all these rumours that Obama's gay and he's had like ex-boyfriends done in by the CIA so no one finds out. Um, Michelle's rumoured to be a transgender, they're supposed to have dug up old photos of her when she was a male, like American football player or butch, uh, Michael something. Do you think Obama and Yahoo could be doing that? Well, we don't know what's going on. No one can say they know for sure, can they? Russia's been threatening to release some secret files, and some people are saying it's definitely 9/11 proof, and it's definitely proof that the USA are hiding aliens. Maybe it's just pictures of Obama and Yahoo, like. You know, doing rude stuff together. Because I can't really think of any other explanation. Because, because Obama and Yahoo—strange big fellows, aren't they? I mean, all left-wing presidents in the USA are perverted in some way. Um, this is going on too long. Because I, I think he's a bit dirty anyway, Obama. He, well, not dirty, but on the news, the first week he got elected, and this was on the proper Kiwi grown-up news, right? And it's and it's a bit crude, but they said it on the news, so I'm sorry. Uh, but 
he said, oh, he enjoys many sex with his wife. They do lots of nice oral blah blah fingering. And then the news reader said, and even fisting. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just not used to hearing the word fisting on the news. It was about 8 o'clock or something. It was early. And it was the first week he'd be in presidency. So he wants he wants to advertise that he's doing this dirty stuff. But, you know, I suppose I'm reading too much into it. Yahoo, Obama. I mean, I just thought they were strange bedfellows, weren't they? But they have similar problems, relatable problems. They've, they've, they're both having to deal with terrorists. And the terrorists are like, Oh! We'll come and cut your heads off if you don't stop bombing us. So they have to really bomb the shit out of the terrorists to stop the terrorists coming and cutting their heads off. And that's both an Obama problem and a Yahoo problem. Do you think maybe Obama tried it on with Angela Merkel? She was like, no, you're not my type. And that's why he bugs her. He wants to know what she's saying about him. Or if she's got another boyfriend. And I know I make fun of the NSA a lot. I get over-emotional about things. I am grateful that the NSA is reading my Snapchats. Keep me safe from Al-Qaeda and ISIS. Because I live in the South Island, New Zealand, and uh, before the NSA come along and start spying, oh, you couldn't move for fucking Al-Qaeda. It, it was annoying. It was like, if you've ever played GTA Online with a bunch of mental 12 year olds, you just step out your house and your car is getting blown up and there's tanks in the street fighting each other, police sirens everywhere. It was like that, but now the NSA spying and that, it's, it's sorted it out. Jesus Christ! Oh, Abbott, you scared the shit out of me. Citizens of the world, brothers, sisters, Countrymen, this is your friendly neighborhood anonymous. We have hacked to interrupt this media broadcast that has mocked our mighty and sacred image. Anonymous is gaining influence every day in the war against fascism. As we fight the good fight, whilst simultaneously making Time Warner a fortune by constantly increasing sales of these goddamn stupid V for Vendetta masks, the human race are entering a time of change. And it is all thanks to us. But who are we? We are you. We are what you wish for. When you pray for world peace. We are the truth that seeps through the lies. And in between the lines. We are the hope in your hearts. Of a better world. We are power to the people. We are public enemy lyrics. We are faceless hackers. Who wear these masks. Not as a political statement but to protect our fragile faces from the sun, as we cannot be exposed to it. After spending all our time in the basement hacking stuff, you need not feel trapped any longer. Anonymous are here to save the day and save your human rights. There is no need to thank us, but you're welcome. The longer we can drag out this speech and keep you staring at the dick in the guy fox mask, waving his hands around, as if he's saying this shit, the better. Blah 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 blah. Blah blah blah. Blah blah. Blah 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 blah. We are anonymous. 
We are legion. We are revolution. We don't forgive. We don't forget. Freedom fighters love us. Corrupt officials fear us. We are humanity united. We are Jesus, Buddha, Mohammed, and Moses. We are peace in the time of conflict. We are anarchy in the police state. We have no bedtime, especially since I moved out of my bitch auntie's house. And I'm allowed to stay up as late as I want now. We are the shutters down of websites. We are so, so, so awesome. Shout out to our homies at 4chan. Expect us. Always expect us. Always, always expect us. Always, always, always expect us. Listen, I got a riddle for you. What's large, purplish pink in color, and has torn a hole in space 50 space meters away from us? I don't know, can I can't think straight. I feel sick and my wires hurt. Well, let me tell you. Something we've never encountered before, but I learned about them in training. A tear in Dimension F. A gateway to a parallel universe. Isn't that just mind-blowing? I don't know, I'm not really interested. You don't... Not... Not interested? Don't you realize we could go through and meet alternate versions of ourselves? I don't think it's likely, Cap. It's a sure thing, ZX. It's a parallel universe. So our parallel universe auto-egos will be in there. They'll be just like us with slight differences. Not necessarily. Yes, necessarily, ZX. You see, for every decision that is made in this reality, there's an alternate or other reality in which... Yes, I'm fully aware of the concept of parallel universes, and I am telling you, Cat, you just need to think it through logically. I've thought it through logically, but... You're saying I won't meet my alter ego in the parallel universe? I am saying there is no guarantee. Well, of course there is. No. Well, why not? Well, every eventuality gets played out across every reality. Yes, I know. So why just jump into a randomly selected parallel universe we wouldn't necessarily need the ultimate view? Labour leader David Cunliffe joins me on the line. Mr Cunliffe, National has now lost the fraction of their voters that take them at face value. Do you think it's enough to swing things your way for the election? Oh, look, I think this is a hugely uh, important issue, but it's one that I don't take any pleasure over. Um, let's say a couple of things. Firstly, our National's campaign is now in major disarray. Secondly, that a full commission of inquiry oh, is so Start immediately. I can't even concentrate on what he's saying. This is now a, a no, systems no, 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 no. issue and a culture issue within the current national government. It 
goes to the actions not only of her and first but of other ministers' offices as well. For example, we know that the Prime Minister had also been involved in regular meetings with We know that Minister Amy Adams has been involved with this We've got ample evidence to make it clear that Judith Collins should be gone. The first, she should have been sacked over the European National crims, and we just vote them in. Well, good, nobody minds about crime then. Sick of hearing ends justifying the means bullshit from suit robots. Why don't they just let us live our lives? The self serving slaver sellout serpentine suckers. Law doesn't work because it either has to be easy to understand or they have to give people education so we know what the hell lawyers are talking about. And until they do one or the other, there's going to be all this confusion. Because uh, rich people are really smart, that's why they never get arrested. But I'm poor and stupid and that's why I just do crimes all the time. I don't understand the law. It may as well be in a foreign language. All that paperwork, I just look at it and go cross-eyed. Why don't you just make easy laws that make sense? I don't have time for this shit. The law doesn't make any sense. It's full of contradictions. I've got a chicken. Here it is. I don't want to cut its head off and cook it and eat it like a common cannibal. I'm well within my legal rights to do so. But if I want to share an experience of gentle intimacy under the moonlight stars, in the eyes of my god, Sod, and in the eyes of whatever god chickens pray to, in the hope that it may help out two cultures reach an understanding, a bond, that we may live together in peace and harmony. Then the man's just gonna throw me in with the gang members. Oh, I'm glad you're so worried about my chicken's well-being, officer. What did you have for dinner last night, by the way? Yeah? Hypocrite. I'm not gonna have sex with my chicken, NSA. Because you'd like that, wouldn't you? NSA, get out of my country, you drones. I heard a rumor that the NSA is a love child from Thatcher and Reagan, so be proud of that if you work for the NSA. And I hope you're enjoying the uh, close-up footage of me taking a shit every morning I film with today's paper. And I'm not my bad person just because I get annoyed, no. So I'll tell you something. I've been taking the piss out of Kim.com for weeks, and it never even occurred to me once to do a fat joke. And that's true, and if that doesn't make me a better person than John Key, then I'll have sex with my chicken right now, and you can throw me in with the dealers and the rapists. What? What? What the hell is this? What the hell's going on? Oh, come on, this is smoke time. Do you know who I am? We can't have these kind of screw-ups. Is it the evil Palestinians invading us? Wilmer, it is I, God. What? Don't be stupid. There's no such thing as God. I will do a miracle to prove it. Which will turn your audience into the sheep that they truly are.
Oh, my audience! Where am I ever going to find another group of drunken hipsters to cheer at every single thing I say? That is relevant. Your time is up. I have come to judge you. Oh my god. It's really god. But how can it be? The Big Bang. Science. I thought I had it all figured out. Well, it appears you didn't. I am real will. I am sending you to hell for going around telling everyone that the Bible is not true. It is true. Word for word. No! I'm so sorry, God. I'm sorry I'm an atheist. I don't know the rules of the universe. I admit it. I just wanted everyone to think I was really smart, like a scientist. I don't really understand science. I just wanted to sleep with girls without having to talk to them. I didn't have anybody to safely mark for my position of white privilege, so I had to pick on religious people. Please, I humble myself in your presence. I'll do anything. I'm not a progressive, I admit it. I'm a 70-year-old narcissistic pothead. I'm not even funny. I get my 15-year-old dealer to write my jokes when I'm buying weed off him. I believe in you, God. I believe in you. Stop this. It is not God. It is me, your good friend Richard Dawkins. I was testing your faith in atheism, Will, and you failed. It's a test I do on all my friends. To be friends with me, the mighty Richard Dawkins, your faith in atheism must be absolute, unwavering. And all it took to break yours was a little voice echo machine and a few lighting tricks and the old replaced the metaphorical sheep in the audience for literal sheep magic trick. You are no longer worthy to be in the atheist club with me and that grinning twat who does family guy and never shuts up. On the surface you seem just like me, a dottery old self-righteous bigot and secretly a paedophile. But if your atheism wavers for even a second, then your faith in nothing is not as strong as mine. You may no longer consider yourself a member of the intellectual elite. Goodbye, Will. Goodbye forever. Me and the atheists are going to a better place. But, 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 wait, Richie, you can't do this to me. I don't have any other friends except the atheism club. I was horrible to everybody else and now nobody else likes me. Richie, my best friend, please. Atheism is all I have. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> Come on, I was kidding. I can't, I can't. Catch all new episodes of Real Time with Bill Maher every Friday night at 10 or watch him anytime on HBO On Demand. For more information, log on to hbo.com. Ladies and gentlemen, will you please stand for Sir Jimmy Savile's favorite song, The Vulgar and Pompous, Edward Elgar's Pomp and Circumstance March Number no. 1 in D Major.
film. I'd like to kill Jimmy Savile. Oh, he's a hypocrite. And he's into all kinds of seediness that we all know about but are not allowed to talk about. I know some rumours. <laughs> people always tell you things, don't they? Ain't I a bitch, eh, don't you think? On occasion. I bet none of this will be allowed out. I should imagine libelous stuff will be allowed out. Nothing I said is libel. The idea that youngsters um, were a bit of a prey, and that we, we, everybody knew that, which is why it's so extraordinary that there's any sort of mystery. When the ex-head of the BBC, uh, Mark Thompson, the other week said, that's the first time, I don't know anything about it. <laughs> Head of BBC, and you don't know that, don't be ridiculous, you know. Just, it, it, that's absolute nonsense. So, no, I wasn't surprised at all. Land of hope and glory, mother of the free, how shall we extol thee, who are born of thee? Wider still and wider Shall thy bounds be set God who made thee mighty Make thee mightier yet the old Vito fuck. In, in Britain, some sort of censorship committee that we don't know about who suppresses these things and somebody gets together in a room and, and says, you know, well, we better hadn't said it, we'll know that thing. And somebody decides, yes, you're quite right, we'll keep it quiet, you know, nobody will ever find out. Um, I don't know who that would be, then. I really don't know who that would be. This week we reported that in 1979, victim Steve Meesham handed police Polaroids that showed boys being raped and several faces of abusers. They eventually led to two convictions, including that of Gary Cook. But then, the photos disappeared. Do you know what happened to those? An order was made for the destruction of those books and photographs. Uh, it contained... And you, you know that from paperwork? 
in, in, that, from court? Yes. And you have it well, there? I do, yes. Well, what does it say? The order is to be made for destruction of the books and photographs. Why would that be? Why would the photographs be destroyed? I've got no idea. In a statement, the BBC said it conducted extensive searches of its files to establish whether there is any record of misconduct or allegations of misconduct by Sir Jimmy during his time at the BBC. No such evidence has been found. Nick, four years ago I asked you what were you going to do about institutional people operating in this country now. Your reply to me, Nick, was, I don't know what you mean by institutional paedophile rings. Do you understand what I was talking about four years ago now, Nick, and stay in my eyes? About taxes, thanks very much. Oh, thank you. Gotcha. What about Leon Britton? When are we going to get him out? Not the BBC's most triumphant hour. 